Welcome to the Leading Lane Podcast for real estate pros by real estate pros with your hosts, Ashley Frederick and Stephen Birch. If you're looking for an honest, authentic, and raw perspective, you've found it. Oh, right. Okay. You want to, who started last time? Do you remember? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The intro is already done, right? Yeah. Got it. So today we're going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to start over. No, I think this is great. Like we can't even get our shit together right now. Like who's going? Okay. I'm going. Okay. I'm going to go. So today we're going to talk about uh, the common comment of it must be nice Mm. and uh, where that comes from potentially. Uh, I think how people can maybe, uh, you know, if you say it, what it means, if it's said to you, how uh, how you might take it, um, numerous ways to take it. But I think just that a lot of us get that often, I think, and, you know, can take offense to it or can get upset about it. And I think, you know, just having the open conversation as why do people say that, how we take it, maybe better ways to handle it in the future. Yeah. So for for me, I know that this is something that like going through, you know, success and going through all this stuff with business and people saying, oh, it must be nice. It like gets under my skin. It like, like icks me that's my biggest red flag like no um i mean we've had people send it you know directly in in text messages to us like basically face to face saying oh yeah it must be nice and we had people you know trolling on the internet you know talking and making you know fine comments like that as well to me personally when that when i hear that and somebody tells me it's like they're not giving me the validation maybe that's not the right word but they don't know what like really is happening. Is Correct. Yeah. Like we work freaking hard and you know, the things that we do, the, the vehicles that we drive, yes, we drive nice vehicles or we go on vacations or whatever we're doing. It doesn't even matter what it is. I had somebody made a comment about my Christmas decorations and how many freaking Christmas trees I had. And like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Everybody has an opinion right. and it, like, instead of, I don't know why we don't just go ahead and, you know, applaud, like, good for you. I, I love that you have 12 Christmas trees in your house, or I really love that you, uh, I think it was six this year. Oh, I cut it back I mean, a little bit. More, so, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, we worked freaking hard. They didn't know that, you know, we started the business with basically freaking nothing, barely able to pay bills. And we only had, you know, the five grand in our pocket to be able to to get where we are now. So we've worked extremely hard and we, we you know, go and celebrate our successes. That's how I, I deserve to have a nice vehicle. I deserve to be able to treat myself, ourselves to go on vacation or whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, give credit when credit is due and applaud and cheer each other on versus trying to make shitty comments to bring other people down. We work hard. So yeah, that's- you know, I, I actually was having this conversation with someone the other day and, you know, they made a good point about how it can be really like two ways. Right. So like one way somebody is meaning it to be sarcastic, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, but also maybe somebody does just truly mean it as like, it must be nice. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that you can normally tell in people's uh, 
tonation of what they're saying. And uh, I think it, it used to bother me quite a bit. Um, but right over time, we grow over those obstacles and whatnot. Uh, and so like as of recent, my response normally is just, yep, it is. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Carrie, I think some people are actually caught off guard because I think that they were mm -hmm. actually expecting some type of like argument, but something, a you rebuttal know, or something. correct. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think it's just, you know, um, which we can, we can, we can talk about to uh, a recent Facebook post from, you know, a week ago and what I, it was kind of uh, a dig at me, which is fine. It happens. Um, but what I want to like remind people is uh, like, we have to just give people grace. Cause one, like we don't know where they've been from. I think we've talked about it before, but people that we've met along the way, like, you know, like clients that I met in the last year, like they just know me now. They don't know Ashley from 20 or 15 years ago when we lived on ramen or, you know, I had a savage salvage car, you know, like nobody knows those things. So I think that when you just assume that someone in their current matter is how it's always been, right? Like assuming makes right. an ass out of you and me. So people should stop assuming. Mm -hmm. um, and what I always tell people is like the way that I want to, to more see that is like, if you see someone that has, you know, really nice things, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy or that they are financially stable let's be honest we know many people that are financially strapped because of things mm -hmm. that they've bought um but if you think someone is financially stable and, and doing well like why not instead like open the conversation of how'd you get here like what right. tips can you give me right like my thing is i just want to bring people like along with us right so like mm -hmm. we are doing well like let me show you the way let me show you that it's 80 hours a week it doesn't happen you know 10 hours a week here and there. And I think that's the other misnomers. People just think it super easy money. And you and I both know that is far from the case. <laughs> um, and many days I think to myself, why am I doing this? Uh, right. You know, so I think that if it was just more of people um, were intrigued or, you know, tell me more or when they were to actually like sit down and go through what an actual day or work week or years look like, you know, we, used to flip homes on a regular basis because we were trying to make up for, for debt, right? And we don't do that as much, but at the time, that was the only way we could afford to do things or, or make things off. And people didn't understand that was every night and every weekend. You didn't post right. about that, right? Everyone posts differently, and we choose not to post all of those struggles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, I think that the other part of it too is in real estate, obviously, in, or sales or any type of business, it's not consistent. You know, we're not W-2 employees, so we don't have a guarantee check coming in, you know, left and right. Um, so there's times that times are freaking great. And then there's times that are freaking horrible. And it's like, okay. oh, man, here, here comes back the, the ramen era again. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I would be more apt in probably, yeah, no, I would be 100% more apt to be able to say, let me help you. Let me show you the way to be able to at least get where I am at, or I'll show, share everything, all the struggles, all the tips and tricks and everything that I have learned along the way so that you too can reap the benefits of being your, you know, an entrepreneur. So, yeah. um, I don't think it necessarily it, just has to be for real estate, right? I mean, like no, yeah. I know plenty of entrepreneurs and they've also put in, which I tell people, right? Like it's, it is blood, sweat and tears mm -hmm. for numerous types of things. Um, and I think that if people could just be a little bit more, um, if they actually truly mean it, like I, I would take a man, I'm so proud of you. Like, look how far mm -hmm. you've come over. Right. Uh, it must be nice. Um, or Absolutely. like, 
gosh, you're killing it. Like anything you can help me. And, and again, like it's things outside of real estate too. There's just actual business practices, period, that you can do to try to help yourself get some ground made up. Right. Absolutely. And, and you did make a valid point. And it's a lot of times maybe we're internalizing. I'm, I'm speaking for myself, not for you. No, yeah. but maybe, maybe that, you know, I'm so sensitive, if you will, with that phrase that my guard goes up immediately. And like, I, I'm kind of going to this attack mode to where maybe like, I don't have to prove it anymore. Like I don't have to prove anything to anybody else. So I don't know why do you allow that one phrase to get under my skin and be an ick. Um, and so maybe that's a challenge for myself that I need to, you know, really push myself to step back and it, it's okay to say it, it is damn nice. Um, but it's not a, a challenge anymore. It's not trying to prove and it very well could be this person on the other side because we don't hear tone, we don't see foot, you know, expressions or anything else. Maybe on the other side, they, they truly are being genuine and, and saying, sure. man, that, that, that must be nice. So I think yeah, it's but, like when you're in person, right? Though, and someone says it I, for me, like nine times out of 10, I'm caught off guard. So I'm not yeah. prepared in my mental status to be like, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I think that. I think why it's probably such a like immediate want to do defense is because right only only us ourselves have faced those mm-hmm. downs right or the financial struggles or the tears so I think mm-hmm. what it does for me sometimes is it um, brings that back right like those are some really shitty times and I wish yeah. you know like that people would understand like how bad of a spot right like I've told stories about you know I was in a bad spot that I was going to quit real estate. You know, mm-hmm. and making me think about that, and then what would have happened if I would have quit real estate? I mean, like you and I would have never met; we wouldn't be here today. Right, you know, like right. um, I think that it brings back that. I think that's why I am so you know annoyed by that. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it's good that you know, in the same sense, like getting to a point where you know they don't know us, they don't understand, and you know if that's how they choose to see that, like that's on them. And right. well, moving on. I- I think that, you know, at least I have this realization, both you and I are working with Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, what is her title? A nat- naturalist? Yeah. Wellness. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, so wellness and we're doing labs and from everything that we <laughs> won't even go into, but uh, we're doing all these crazy labs. And, you know, I went into this going, you know, working with Maya and saying, oh, it's all going to be health, 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 and only off of these labs. Well, one of the the things that she had us do was a, a timeline of events that have happened in our life that stress has been peaked. And in like I writ, wrote mine out, a I was very resistant. I think it was two calls that I, I she kept on like, hey, you need to do this. This is your homework, and I didn't you do know. it. You um, But then I was like, holy shit! Like writing down all of the different. Tr- like the word that I never associated with was traumatic. Um, but truly all these traumatic events that I didn't realize were traumatic. Uh, looking back, it, it's been like a constant. And I've been in this constant uh, fight or flight mode. and for a long time. Right. And not even knowing it. And so I think having that realization, doing that work with her, and then with this conversation with it must be nice, with my defense going up automatically, like... Of course, it's because that's all I know. I've only been in fight or flight, and I was ready to go ahead and let's let's fight it out and <laughs> let, let's go. Um, but yeah, that was a huge realization for me. And you know, people don't understand each other's struggles. Uh, we we judge, judge a book by its cover. 
Yeah, I think that um, same thing. I think I went back 20 years on the timeline, hmm. which puts me to like, actually, no, I must have gone back. Oh, five years ago. Um, <laughs> I was still in high school. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think back, like I always tell people I would never go back to high school unless I was the person that I am today. Um, mm -hmm. And I think about all the shitty things that happened in, in high school. Um, but then I actually like, as I was like writing them down, like some of like how that affected things that happened in college and then like first jobs or whatnot. And, you know, one, you, you see a little bit of repetitive behavior, which for me, I like, realized like I have some toxic traits as far as like I cut people off like a, like no other, like if somebody... <clears throat> it's bad Same. i mean if somebody does like something out of them like you know or, or like uh breaks that trust like i'm a hot one and done um mm -hmm. which was very apparent on that um and i think just things that um you know like weight struggles that i've had and i i wrote down huh. like you know i used to try i used to make myself throw up in college you know and like you think about like how 20 years later like what that effects have done to your body and like now we're just really realizing that and it really is like a moment to like take time like right appreciate who that was what that was what's gotten you to today but by being aware and being more self-conscious of that like all the good things that can come absolutely absolutely it's absolutely crazy um one of my favorite stories that you shared with me is you had you had a client um you were showing them houses and i believe that they were driving an escalade at the time um, I don't remember what you were driving, but I'll let you tell the story. Like, I love uh, this story. Yeah. So if we were to re rewind it back a little bit, um, they've been um, past clients uh, and they were just selling some land um, like super this guy, like he is a teddy bear. Um, but at that time I was like, uh, like grizzly um, mm -hmm. and was definitely afraid of him. Um, whatever. We did a, a small transaction for, um, uh, a piece of land they had and he had always talked about that they used to get the same car uh because right you get a new mm -hmm. car and the comment is it must be nice and right so the people which i've done myself like we've actually like made changes or decided not to buy something because of the fact that i didn't want to hear it must be nice and like when i actually like sit down and think about that now i'm like what in the god's green earth so anyway um they were into cadillacs and then it came time to sell their personal home. And uh, I had a Yukon at the time. And my Yukon, I like parked it next to the Cadillac. And I legit have a picture of like their Cadillac and my Yukon. And um, he comes out and he's like, what are we doing? And then I was like, oh, you know, just checking out what it's like to, you know, have a Cadillac. And, you know, he's like, Ashley, I don't get it. What is your problem? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, why don't you just buy one? You work really hard. I know you work hard. You deserve it. And then I said, you know what people are going to say. And then he was like, you can't take it with you when you die. You know, might as well enjoy it while you can. So I sat on it for a while and um, thought about it and kind of hemmed and hoed, but looked around. But that was when you couldn't buy a car like to save your life. Uh, mm -hmm. So got put on this wait list. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, they had something come up and um, he had cancer. He passed away of cancer and that was a pretty tough time. And a couple months ago, um, his wife came to, to visit uh, me just to stop by. And um, she said, I heard you got a new Cadillac. And I was like, I did. And she's like, I have to see it. So I took her out to the car and I, I showed her. And, um, you know, the way that I viewed it was 
I literally spend probably a good majority of my time in my car. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to be in my car a good portion of the time, like why not have something that is comfortable? I have clients in my car all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're showing around and then I, I like was like, where'd you park? And she kind of pointed over and it was, she didn't have a Cadillac. And I was like, Ooh. where's the Cadillac? And I was like, oh, you know, this color was different and he kind of liked it when we drove by. So we decided, you know, just, just to get the, I think it was Yukon or something. And I actually like, I hate it. I hate everything about it. She's like, I, it's nothing like when I drove the Cadillac and I literally, you know, right. So this is like full circle. Um, I was like, well, why, why aren't you getting the Cadillac? And then, um, so right in my head, I'm like, how is this happening that I'm having the same yeah. conversation? Uh, and then she, she said, um, well, you know what people are going to say? And I was like, and then I got in my defense mode of, and why in God's green earth do you care what anybody else thinks about what car mm-hmm. you drive? And, you know, her thing mm-hmm. was that um, somebody would relate it to her husband passing away. And I was like, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. If anyone says that, they belong in no part of your life. Um, they're Absolutely. horrible people. And the only people really that matter are, are you and your closest family. Like, if they're happy for you, and she's like, well, they did tell me I should just get it. And then I was like, well, then here we are. And I was like, if your husband knew we were having this conversation right now, what would he say? And she's like, oh, yeah. So she sat there for a, a little bit, and then she looked at it, and she's like, what color do you think I should get? <laughs> so I have to follow up with her, but um, I think, right, like, it, it for me, like, it. Uh, I remember, like, I think I had a call with you that day. Um, mm-hmm. So I was actually pretty emotional about it. One, uh, you know, because we miss him a great deal. But secondly, like, for me, that was, like, how far I've come to be able to been, like, um, like, never in a million years. I care what people think too much. And then to be mm-hmm. able to, like, have that same conversation with someone. But, you know, it is sad. Like, the more and more you talk to people, you know, people make comments about the Cadillac, which is fine. And I'm I'm over it. Um, mm-hmm. But I typically tell that. Like, I don't, you know, I don't care anymore. Like, people can say what they want. I'm happy. Yeah. My family's happy. I work hard. Um, but people are so apt to tell you the things that they aren't doing. So, like, Absolutely. I had someone that was, like. Yeah, you know, we just get the same boat because we don't want anybody to know we got a boat. And I, same thing. I was like, what? You know, and I I just wish that there was a way for, like, everyone to just not, like, why are we caring what other people do? Like, care about, like, right? right? You, like, water the, where you water the grass is greener, right? So just take Mm -hmm. care of your own shit. And if Mm -hmm. someone else has a great boat, like, great. Good for them. When can I get a ride? Absolutely. Let me hitch a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that such a, an amazing story. I mean, like full circle for sure. And I mean, you're empowering somebody else. And I think that just, it can goes back to what we were kind of starting out with, like I'd much rather help other people and lift them up versus, you know, have them try to degrade me. And here we are, you know, helping others. Um, and you never know where they are in their, their life and in their journey. So, um, yeah. And you kind of hit on it a little bit and I never realized it until I started <clears throat> doing my high performance coaching like fear of success and fear of money of i i can't show people that i make money so i was always told like i can't drive a nice car because then somebody's not going to hire me because i make too much money and so therefore they're going to go with somebody else that needs it or deserves it and because i'm intimidating like what in the world like that is the most ass backwards thinking that you can tell somebody that you know you have to make sure that you drive this style of vehicle to, so that you can continue to, to get clients. Like, no, 
to be honest though, like I don't I know like we're all like on some on Facebook, like real estate like mastermind, you mm-hmm. know, um Facebook groups or whatnot. And I can't tell you the amount of times that someone posts like you should never drive a nice car. Your clients are gonna hate you. And like I'm to the point where a lot of times I just don't partake anymore because the craziness is over the fact. But the way that I look at it is that like if that is already how the transaction's like gonna start, like I don't have a good feeling about how the rest of that transaction's gonna go. But to me I don't I think it's affected my business. I think the way that um, you know, I've had prior clients and they know what I drove before and for me, they normally say like, oh my gosh, I love it. Like, where did you get it? I'm so happy mm-hmm. for you. And that's what I feel. I mean, I think you could look at it the devil's advocate in the same sense. Like somebody might be like, you know what? They must do pretty good in their job. I do think I want to hire them. You know, right. so I think that, you know, that's all over Facebook groups. And I can't stand that. Like, just drive what's within your means. Drive what right. makes you comfortable. And business should just come not because of what you're driving, but because of who you are as a human and what type of work you do for your clients. As long as I get there on time and meet, make my appointment and we're, we're good. That's all that should be mattered in first right. judgment there, right? Right. Um, well, on the topic of vehicles, I got in a wreck today. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you because I wanted to see your reaction. Um, okay. Somebody somebody hit me um, going down the street. They were pulling, pulling out and then I was trying to get over into the next lane because I saw them coming. Um, nope. And just kind of a little, little, little bump. Oh, I'm glad little you're okay. Yeah, me too. But no, it, it was just the body damage, though. Were you and like, that's you coming? Well, like, I like saw her coming, and I was like, oh, move over. And I was not moving over quick enough. She she gave me a nice little love tap in her big old GMC Duramax. So, but hey, um, everybody was good. It was it was only body damage. And that's the, at the end of the day, that's the thing. It's, it's only a car. Like, I don't care. Like, Yes, it, it's irritating. Yes, I have to go, you know, get body, um, go to the body shop or whatever. Oh, could you not? I could even, I was calm, cool, and collected during this whole process this, like today. I could not even imagine if I would have had a brand new vehicle that I was supposed to be having right now. So I would, I would have lost myself. So, but it wasn't like in looking at her, like you could tell that she, it was a total accident. So it's just a car. It's just a payment. It's, I mean, like, okay. yeah. And at the end of the day, that's all that mattered. So, um, shouldn't judge. We shouldn't have been living through materialistic stuff like that whatsoever. And, um, making sure that everybody is good at the end of the day, helping each other out, regardless if they hit you or not. <laughs> right? You don't know what kind of day they had. You don't know where they were coming from. Nothing. Right. Not at all. But yeah, that, it's been a fun day. So here we are. Yeah. Good. Well, um, <laughs> thank you for sharing your your story with the the Cadillac, and I I think that a you should definitely tell your client to to listen to this so that she can see how um, her husband impacted your life, and and then being able to have that full turnaround to be there still as as a, a friend and a client to to be able to help her through that process too. So that's sure. absolutely amazing. So thank you. Cool. Well, here we are. So we'll wrap up and um, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you will tune into the next one. We're excited to drop it soon. So go ahead and subscribe, like, and give us a share. We have a goal that we're trying to to hit here within the first quarter of 24. So help us out a little bit and get some people to subscribe for you. So thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with others. 
Stay connected for more genuine insights and strategies to boost your real estate career on Facebook or check out our website. We'll see you next time.